The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman. Good morning, everyone. It's Monday, December 18th. It's time for Cowboys Storyline. And where's the storyline after this one? Cowboys lose to the Buffalo Bills 31-10. to And it was not even as close as that, in my opinion, at least. Uh, where do the Cowboys go from here? What happened? What are, our, what are the issues? Why can't they win as much on the road? Why is this team completely different? Um, can't stop the run. Is Dak, you know, this offense, is this what, where they are? I mean, it, there's just a lot of question marks there after a game like that. Um, you know you know me, I, I'm not, I don't go that much into the big picture. What I do know is that the Cowboys needed to win that game. They needed to stay in first place. They needed to try to compete for the, the number one seed. And uh, those things are still somewhat obtainable, but uh, they're running out of time, obviously. And... You know, uh, you play a game like that. They just didn't seem. It didn't seem like it's got to be careful when you talk about intensity and and effort and all that. But it just didn't seem like they matched uh, that, where they didn't match the intensity of of the Bills, who who seemed like they wanted it a little bit more. But and they got a lot more. They scored thirty one points. They won thirty one to ten. Cowboys didn't help themselves by some of the penalties, some of the mistakes that they made, but. All in all, just was not a uh, performance that uh, of a team that that has you know these high expectations like that. All right, give us a call. I want to hear what you guys think. I think eight 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 five five two two nine seven. You can text at eight one seven two nine zero three two nine eight. Let's don't waste any more time. Let's go to the uh, first caller. Gary is in New Mexico. Gary, what's up? Hey, before all the chicken littles start calling in and want to fire the coach and get rid of Dak and all of that stuff, mm-hmm. look, I know you're not a big-picture guy, but I am, so let's look at the big picture, okay? What were you doing in 1996? I was in college. That's the last time they made the playoffs three consecutive years, until this year, mm-hmm. okay? It doesn't lost yesterday, but that's a big deal. Yeah. This this is not a great team. This isn't the 77 Cowboys. This isn't the 92 Cowboys. But this is a really, really good football team right. that lost to a really, really good football team on the road. You had some guys out with injury. You had a bunch of guys apparently that got sick again or that were playing with the flu. That stuff matters. It's not an excuse, but it does play into it. Mm-hmm. So what you do is you get back up. You go to Miami. You see if you can turn it around. The season is still in front of us. And – as long of a drought as it's been since we've been to a Super Bowl, it's going to take something great to get out of that curse. In other words, they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to go on the road and win in San Francisco. They haven't done it. They haven't shown us they can do it. But all it takes is one time, Nick. All it takes is to get hot at the right time and one play here or one play there, and then you get over that hump, and then who knows what happens. Right. So all I'm saying is to the fans, this is a good, good football. Appreciate what you got. We could be Carolina with 200 fans in the stands and firing our coach every six weeks. I mean, we've got a good football team. Bad loss yesterday, but let's just chalk it up to that. Buffalo's a good team, a desperate team. It just This team wasn't going to win nine in a row to close out the season. I think we all knew that. Mm-hmm. So we got a bad loss. Get it out of the way. Get back on track and see what happens in January. Right. Right. Agree. Good call. Good call. Appreciate that. And uh, don't disagree with anything you said. So, all right, let's uh, let's keep it rolling. Marquise is in Virginia. Marquise. Hey, how you doing, Nick? Um, Penalties, of course, but linebacker, linebacker, linebacker. I don't understand why Armstrong isn't on the edge and rundowns and Micah isn't back there with Clark. We have Bell there, but maybe Bell needs to be where Curse is when you play a power trap team because mm-hmm. Curse was a little step late all night. And it's it's not like, okay, they're running around the edge. They're running around, but then they're coming right at us. Power, trap, power, trap. Damone Clark, I lift our feet multiple times. I'm just not understanding why not play the big ends that Micah, the athlete, play linebacker. He's still listed as a linebacker on the roster. 
because he's really serves no purpose on rundowns. This is not a shot. And my Micah, yeah. he's excellent. But I'm saying utilize him in a way that's to our advantage. We got a guy on the street, and this is where my car's going to go off the rails. It's going to sound crazy. There's a guy on the street that was on Oakland's roster early in the year, and he used to play here, Jalen Smith. Hey, he can't run, but he could tackle. And we were missing tackles last night, and we were getting ran right at. So at least put Armstrong on the field and move Micah back on first and second downs. People go, oh, well, what's really a passing down? Well, apparently first, second, and third downs when you play a team that know you can't stop the run. And having Micah on the edge serves no purpose because he cannot get around run blockers who are that big and aggressive. San Francisco. Buffalo showed us again last night. I think that's just a coaching. We got to make that that adjustment. Dan is great. We just have to make that adjustment or people are going to keep doing this. And we know this has been a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that. Um, and I don't, I don't disagree. I think the linebacker issue, I mean, linebacker was a big, big, big story in the game. And it's a cat and mouse type position for like Dan Quinn or really all defensive coordinators is where do you play Micah? Do you want to play him on rundown? I mean, that's another thing that's always kind of tricky too, a rundown, passing downs. I mean, third and 19 is a passing down. You know, third and, and, and one, third and inches is usually a running. I mean, but but other than that, it, it it's not as easy to say rundown, pass down. So rundown, let's put Micah here. Because if Micah's there, then that's when they are going to pass. So, and then, and then you know, then now you're trying to, to get him to, to get to the quarterback when he's back there. I mean, so... It, it's it's not as easy as you as you know as you as you think and and I, I'm not saying that that you think that but um, you know Marquise Bell, Damone Clark, there's some games where they have played well. They played pretty well against the Eagles, but it's pretty clear though. I mean, it's just it's just science, which I wasn't ever good at. But you know, it, you put hat on a hat on on a guard gets to that next level and gets to Marquise Bell, gets to Damone Clark, they're going to win. Offensive tackle, I mean, we've all seen the play with Damone Clark where, you know, was it Dawkins just runs him, what, 18 yards down the field. That's That that was kind of the epitome of the entire game. Um, they were they were bigger, um, they, tougher, um, and they finished the plays better. So I'm just looking at some of the highlights right now. The, the, this is totally unrelated to 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 what we were just talking about with linebackers and stuff like that. I still don't know what Brandon Cooks was doing on the pass, fourth down pass, I guess that was over his head, and uh, I, I guess he thought somebody was behind him, but it, to me it looked like he was trying to to do a header on a corner kick where he just jumped up in the air when no hands in the air. Uh, wasn't wasn't the best day for really for him or for anyone for that matter. Um, but Marquise, good call. Not with the on the Jalen Smith. I'm sorry, we're um, we're we're done on that one. Um, and there's way more to it than that. Jalen Smith was an outstanding college player um, that that got hurt in a bowl game that didn't matter on the you know national championship picture and probably changed you know how how the direction of a lot of players going and playing in bowl games. Because his career was really never the same um, after that. I would have loved to have seen the Jalen Smith that that was in college without the injury. I think he could have been really, really good. But, you know, he um, he, he needed to be um, a little bit more disciplined. He's not – he wouldn't be an answer for, for this team or any team. He wouldn't be. Um, he didn't study hard enough. He didn't make some of the things that he needed to do off the field to be the kind of player and make up for some of the things that he didn't have uh, physically. Uh, big, strong guy, could hit, you know, smile, great, you know, but he wasn't the team guy that you needed him to be, and I don't think he's coming in to fix this team or any team, which is probably why he's not on a team. Um, all right, uh, Rob in Vegas. Hey, Nick. Hey, how are you doing? Yeah, I've been better. Have you been better? So let's take an honest assessment of this team. Everything this team needs to succeed in the playoffs, they don't have. I mean, let's be honest. They 
are not physical enough to stop the run, and they don't have the manpower. The linebackers are smaller than the running backs they're trying to tackle. Besides Demarcus Lawrence, they don't have the will. As much as we love Micah Parsons, stopping the run is not his thing. He doesn't enjoy it. He's not into it, and you see it. Uh, penalties. We lead the league in penalties again. We're right up there. And you know in the playoffs, games are tight. We saw it yesterday. We saw it against the 49ers a couple of years ago. Penalties kill us. And on the road, we're a bad road team. Not a bad road team. Not we are. We have a losing record on the Mike McCarthy on the road. We're a bad road team. We, our, offense, our offense scores about 17 points less on the road. We're a bad road team. That, that, and, 17 points less than what? Well, than what they do at home? Play, yes. That's, come on, Rob. Come on, yeah, Rob. Be, hey, be better than that. The, the, this team's scoring, scoring 40 points a game at home. So I understand, but we, we're averaging 24 on the road. Tw- you average 24 not, points on the road? Not, now it's going to be probably less after yesterday. I'll take that's it. That's not very good. I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take, and, I'll take that. 24 points on the road? Listen. I don't know how you could say we're a good road team. I, I didn't say no, – I didn't – listen, I didn't say they're a good road team. I didn't say they're a good so road said, team. Listen, if it's, zero, if it's zero degrees outside, is it cold? If it's 100 degrees, it's hot. The, the, if it's 65 degrees, what is it? it there's, there's an in-between. I'm sorry. There's an in-between. There, this I, don't, is, I, don't, I don't, think, I don't cool. think we're a good road team. Cool. And, and I just don't – listen, I don't know – you can't fix it, and it's not going to get fixed. It's a pattern. You know, as, as much as we like these coaches, Dan Quinn has yet to fix stopping the run. You know, the defense isn't a good defense. Is it, it's an opportunistic defense. The Ravens, the 49ers, those are good defenses. You don't march up and down the field. Teams move the ball on us. And why teams don't just line up and run against us is, is amazing because if you do – you got a great shot of beating us. And we haven't fixed that. Mike McCarthy hasn't fixed the penalties. The offense gets tight. It's just the offense. As, okay. as fans, we just we're looking at it, let's say so we're looking towards the playoffs. Now we know we're in the playoffs and we see that everything we're bad at, you have to be good at to win. We're gonna be on the road the whole playoffs. And that's not that don't look good for us. All right, Rob. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that. Um, and I and I get the, yeah, I get the frustration. I, I'm just not one that, that that thinks that there's two types of, of of people in the world or two types of things. I mean, um, you may not be good at it. Doesn't mean that you're bad at it. And the reason why I say that I don't think that they're bad is because I think they can go win on the road. I think they can win a game. You're going to have to go on the road in the playoffs and win. I think they can do that. Um, they didn't. You know, they didn't beat the 49ers last year on the road. They demolished uh, Tampa Bay on the road. So, I mean, I think that they can. Um, obviously, the schedule is different at home in, in, in a way. But, but I do think, you know, the, the, the way that they look, the way that this team has played at home um, and, just, and just scored, you know, 40-something points a game, maybe not that many, but 35 points a game, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's setting the bar really high. They aren't as good. They aren't as good. Obviously, no team is really better on the road than they are at home. But also, you know, the schedule's not the same. It's just not the same. So, listen, you can be frustrated all you want to and, and say, you know, that it just looks like a very that, – that seemed like a very black and white call to me. And, Rob, I wish you called every day because I think, I think you, you're probably one of the best callers that we have. So, I get the frustration, but in my opinion, I'm not looking at it this way because – I can go back to the last two or three weeks when, you know, you were probably with me on, on you know, this team is playing right up here and wins the parade and all this kind of stuff. And then they lose to a team, you know, that game got out of hand. It got out of hand. There's four or five plays in that game that happened early on that changed the course of everything, and it got out of hand. Play it again tomorrow and see what happens. I mean, I'm just, I'm just not at that point. Bad loss, um, and, and this team is not as good on the, on the road. Does it mean that they can't go win? I mean, what if they have to go play Philly on the road? Is, or is anyone worried about that? I mean, it's not ideal, but, I mean, you would go and you'd, you'd do it. All right, Dylan, Northport, Florida. 
Hey, Nick. What's up? We're on the roller coaster, man. That's, uh, that's yeah. it. That's all it is, right? So, Rob, love you, dude. Last week you called and you were all jacked up on Mountain Dew about this team. So it's, it's a roller coaster and we just got to enjoy it. It is what it is. Um, but 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 we're at the part where you 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 wait you you throw up you know afterwards you know where you're like oh my god like I shouldn't have eaten that and then we did two flips and we threw up like that was yesterday's <laughs> part of the of the roller coaster I it's get that. funny I, I I do a little YouTube thing on the side right and I was I was doing some content this morning just a hobby and uh, gives me a chance to look at film watch stuff. Speaking of throwing up, dude, I mentioned in that video, I'm like, watching this again makes me want to puke. Like, it's worse the second time around. And you're absolutely right. We're at the part of the roller coaster where it's like, abandon ship, stay on, puke, and enjoy it again in a, a few weeks. I don't know, but this it, is just what it is to be a Cowboys fan, I guess. Yeah. Um, couple things. Uh, obviously, the biggest factor was couldn't stop the run. It's obvious. But uh, if you told me that Josh Allen was going to complete seven passes, I would have bet just everything that I own that Dallas wins in a blowout. Like, how do you – that's crazy. I'm not sure I've seen that stat line before after, like, the 1940s. Didn't have it's, to. Uh, that's crazy. That's the problem. Didn't have didn't have to throw I it. I know. You know? I mean, I know. Barry Sanders – I mean, uh, Cook was running the ball there for, for the Bills. And, I mean, <laughs> he just turned, turned this guy into a star. He's a good player. It's not like you, yeah. you know, he hasn't been a good player, but I mean. Well, they've made the adjustment, too, after they changed the play caller there, too. They've, they've been running the ball more, so yeah. props to them for recognizing that potential strength. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned some of the plays that, you know, flipped this game on its head early. They all came in the first half. You had the Sam Williams pump block. First off, mad props to him and Bones Fossil for even getting back there. I don't know if you saw it, but the long snapper put his head down, and Sam Williams shifts from the long snapper's left to his right. Long snapper never looks up, so he goes to make the block. He whiffs. He goes left. There's nobody there. <laughs> he's blocking a ghost. Mm -hmm. But then, obviously, Sam Williams jumps in the air like he's trying to fly, which was just, I, I don't know. I guess he forgot everything he was ever taught about pump blocking. And, yeah, so that happened. And what's crazy, too, is that I think he closed Dallas his eyes. I think he closed his eyes. That's what I think. I, I think and, and, I think he just jumped and closed his eyes and didn't didn't see it. But yeah, that, that was huge. Well, that's a problem. That's, you gotta keep your eyes open. <laughs> I mean, let's just face it. It is what it is. I mean, Sam Williams. Sam Williams is going to have penalties. That's a problem. And the Cowboys. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that they have to decide if they want to put up with it because well he. He made the play, the play before, too, on Josh Allen. He forced that incompletion on third down. And then you know, what sucks is that if, if he blocks that, the Dallas defense just got back-to-back -back stops. As bad as yeah. they were all day, they just got back-to-back -back stops. It was going back to Dallas. And if he blocks that, good chance it's a touchdown, 7-7 at that sure. point. There's a, lot, so, there's a lot of those. You're right. There's a lot of those, you know. Brandon Cooks, the, wide open. The, missed him. Yeah, that's, that's one of them. D-Law roughing the faster. You had the missed fumble. I don't know Bad. what Coach was thinking on that. It, like, the benefits of challenging there far outweigh the negatives of potentially losing it. Like, they have momentum. It's 14-3. to three. All right. All right, all right. Okay. All right, Dylan, hold on. Uh, we're going to talk about this one. So, we're talking about, yes, uh, we're talking about the challenge. I know what you're going to say, but, yeah, go ahead. Um, say it, then. What, what am I, what am I going to say? You're gonna you're gonna tell me why Mike McCarthy didn't throw the challenge flag because they didn't get a chance to review it upstairs and tell him to throw it. But my point is, I'm, is that what you're gonna say? I'm sorry to cut you off. Go go for it. Go for it. I, I feel like the coach needs to have a feel, and I love McCarthy. I gave him props last week, so I'm not taking anything away from how this season has gone. But right there in that moment, the the game is 14 to three. The Bills have tons of momentum on their side, and Dallas needs a game changing play. So you throw the challenge flag, you lose a timeout in the first half if you don't get it. You saw a Dallas player end up with the football at the end of that play, and the Bills are rushing towards the line of scrimmage. At the very least, it's probably a close call. And if the Bills plague you and make you lose a timeout, whatever. It's the first half. It, it is what it is. But the benefits outweigh the potential negatives of that play. Yep. Okay. That's it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Um, yep. Yeah. I mean uh, – I agree with I agree with all that. I mean, honestly, I agree with that. Now, all of that sounds great. The benefits of that, benefits of throwing the flag, it, I mean, it, it outweighs the you know the losing a timeout or a challenge and all that kind of stuff. Um, it just there was a lot happening in the play, so I'm not faulting McCarthy for that because if you go back, you go back and watch it because I got home at one o'clock a.m. and I, that's the first play that I went to. I really didn't watch a whole lot of others, but I wanted to see that play. I wanted to see what was happening because from the view that I had and, and really everybody, it didn't, 
it didn't look like a fumble right off the bat. It just it just didn't. That's the first part. The guy that hit the ball out, nothing. Marquis Spell, nothing. Unfortunately, Gilmore and Jordan Lewis are arguing. So they don't even know there is a fumble. They didn't even see that the ball popped out because Gilmore and Jordan Lewis have got to they got to have this conversation that they are taking back to the huddle. Donovan Wilson recovers the ball, but he doesn't do anything. I mean, nobody from that side of the field is really saying, look at this, look at this, you know, nothing. And they didn't rush to the line of scrimmage. They just didn't huddle. Because if you go look at it, Stefan Diggs just is pointing at the sideline right there. Just let's go. Let's go. Not not like mayday, mayday, spike it, kill kill the clock. They just they're getting to the line. And then and then you know they have to make they have to make a decision. But I'm in I'm I'm looking at the same feed that the coaches have, and they did not review that. It's a really bad process. They did not review that play. So Yes, yes, McCarthy should have just thrown the flag. The guy has the football, throw the flag. And and then, you know, and, and he could do that. And next week against Miami, that might happen. And you're on the other side of the field and you're down, so you just throw it. And then the, you're going to look at the review and like, what a stupid guy for to do that. That's ridiculous. He doesn't manage the game, which is exactly what you guys will do. You know you will. So that's part of it. That's part of the thing. I'm not faulting him for that. That was a really bad situation and and yeah it would have been great to get the ball right then for them because that would have changed the momentum but I don't know I don't think you just go around throwing throwing the flag all the time and in hindsight he should have he certainly should have but that's that's really just not the process but you guys are I mean I've seen that on Twitter you guys are hell-bent on that like that's just it was a fumble he didn't do it blame the coach he's the worst coach ever that's I mean that's that's what I'm hearing here all right Travis San Antonio What's up? Hey, Nick. How you doing? Awesome. Uh, shout out to you for being on, taking calls from us after getting in at 1 a.m. Were there no crazy uh, stories getting in this time from Buffalo? Uh, no. Okay, that's good. No crazy, no crazy stories. As opposed, well, to, as opposed to which ones? Which ones are we uh, referring to? The, uh, this is the last time, what brought us his last trip where he was like, I'm oh. done with this, when he had to go back to yeah. around Houston and then come back. Let so, me say this, make though. Make sure you guys had a smooth flight. It was okay. It was it was okay. That wasn't <laughs> right. really that wasn't the worst part though. Well, I mean, we appreciate you uh, taking our calls this morning. Thanks, Travis. Appreciate um, it. I just wanted to say, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blowing up. I'm not blowing up McCarthy this morning. Is like, I don't even. I know what you just said about uh, Gilmore. I don't even know if they really knew that it was it was a fumble or not. It was it was even on watching it, it was hard to tell. Until those they two didn't from a different angle. Those two did not know. Gilmore didn't know. Yeah. Gilmore. Yeah. I mean, Gilmore so, was getting yelled at by Jordan Lewis, so he was yelling back, and then yeah. So they they didn't even know that there was a fumble. But that's not that's not the point. Marquise Bell. I'm not killing, I'm not killing McCarthy. Like like I said, I like I said the same thing. Yeah, he could have thrown it after. Like maybe he like digs running back and saying let's go could have been an indicator but they do that all the time even if it's like if it's close so like i'm not blowing them up for that the officiating was the officiating we've done that before i'm not gonna talk about that um my thing i guess the only thing if i was going to criticize anything is i just and it's happened a couple times this year the defense as far as um dan clinton i don't know if you've had any calls about that yet but like the lack of adjustments, and I'm not saying, like, we were at the end of our rope, right? Like, in the second half, like, there was not much we were going to do. But it was almost like I just wanted him to be like, let's just stack the – like, go in the second half, let's just stack the box, and we're not going to let them run. I don't care if they if they want to run into a heavy box, that's fine, but we're not going to let them run. We're going to single up on the outside. They can throw it. If they beat us throwing it, fine. Then they beat us throwing it, and they were, they were just better, right? They were just better yeah. that day. But I don't think – it didn't seem like he really – because there were a couple times on the TV copy where uh, Olson was saying there it's only a six and a half man box. Like we were we were putting light boxes in there, and they so it just never really changed. We didn't really ever dictate to them. It, the, it's the not only it's not only a light box. Hold on, it's not only a light box, but it's also light players in there. So right. that's that's the problem. It's not like you're right. you're putting Levon Kirkland in there who weighed three hundred right. pounds. I mean like. It's already a light box regardless. And also, yeah. even if they're there, are they going to make the tackle? I mean, it's the worst tackling performance that I've it seen was, all year. I so, was just going to say, yeah. I was just going to say that was the worst by far. Like uh, to that point, you know, people were already, I, I was, the, I'm the Mozzie guy, which I was happy he got his first sack, but I've already seen people blowing up and saying like, see what Hankins is out. Mozzie's 
Mozzie wasn't going to help on all those outside runs. He wasn't going to help on, you know, helping other players tackle. It was the worst tackling game we've had all year. And I'm going to keep it PG on the show, but you know what I want to say, but stuff happens. That's all I kept saying after the game. Stuff happens. Yeah. Hey, the sun came up today, Nick. We got another game in six days, so we'll see what happens then. I'll be more concerned if it happens two games in a row. Sure. That hasn't been the case, so uh, I'm not overreacting to McCarthy or whatever. I think it's just stuff happens. Yeah. That's why I can sum it up. So I hope you have a good week right. and uh, get some rest. Thanks, and Talk Travis. to you later. All right. I pre- appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's – it was it was a lot a lot happening you know in in that game and and you're right you know things things happen like that you know i was i was thinking mozzie gets that that sack he still didn't bring the guy to the ground but they they blew the whistle which is which is surprising honestly that they they did that but i was thinking that that it would wouldn't it just be i mean everyone would love that this would happen but wouldn't it just be perfect for for mozzie that you know it would just be fitting that if they blew that play dead and say the Cowboys had challenged the play before that, which is what everyone wants. I mean, clearly because they they would I think they would have got the ball. Um, the reason why I say I think is don't put it past don't put it past the um, the officials for saying his forward progress was stopped, which I don't think he he was. But once they say that, it's over. You can't challenge anything. Doesn't matter what happened if they say that. But then again, was it the first drive of the game where there was like a three-yard run that got pushed like eight yards forward? That's when I thought first thing I thought was, man, this this might not be a good day. You know, you got Connor McGovern, who's the Cowboys had here and was okay player, you know, didn't want to resign him and all that. And here he is pushing the pile two or three times. I'm like, yeah, this could be a long day. And it certainly was long night. Uh, All right, Allen, Clearwater, Florida. What's up? Hey, good morning, Nick. Morning. How are you doing? Uh. <laughs> you, got, you got like a war zone going on over there? I hear like sirens. Yeah, exactly. What's going on? <laughs> um, so, you know, I appreciate you, by the way, your uh, comments on the uh, fumble that, uh, yeah, I had, th- those were all really good points I hadn't thought of. Um, so it was good to hear that, that uh, information that was uh, meaningful. But, you know, my take is and it's consistent uh, you know I've called in before and I'm always about coaching because the way I look at it is this if it's a, it's a quality team mm-hmm. uh, I think that's clear uh, we can win big games and so when we don't and we have such a poor performance I think it has to come down when it's overall uh, a poor performance like that then I say it comes back to the coaching staff and in this case again not, not make I think not making the halftime adjustments. I had praised McCarthy earlier in the season because finally I thought we had a coaching staff uh, that recognized how to make adjustments in the middle of the game. You come to Buffalo, they're a desperate team. They're a really, really good team. When they're kicking your butt in the first half, and it's clear they have a plan and it's working. Okay, they're professionals. That's a good team. There's no real um, embarrassment at that point in my mind. But when you see what they're doing in the first half, offensively and defensively, and then it seems to me, um, I don't watch tape for a living, but did the Cowboys attempt to do anything different in the second half? Because it looks like what the Bills did in the first half, they did again in the second half in exactly the same way. If that's true, and there really, really weren't adjustments that the coaching staff made in their schemes, in personnel, et cetera, it's a total failure of the coaching staff. That's that's my take. But I don't know if you notice anything different, and I don't know how to well, really appraise. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, you have to make adjustments, and I'm sure that they, they made some. I tell you, who didn't make adjustments are, are the players that, that that weren't wrapping up. I mean, the tackling seemed like it was worse in the second half than even in the first. They they still weren't tackling, so. I mean, you can put the guys in position. You can you can stack the box, and you can say, "Hey, hold the edge." And when the guy runs to the to the outside, you're there, okay? To do what? I mean, like that's that's the problem. If the guys aren't going to wrap up and make the tackle, then there's really not much you could do. And I'm not saying that the the don't put blame on the coaches. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it was it was a poor effort because if you're not going to tackle, if you're not going to make the plays and bring the guy down, and and, and it's not just. It's not just not tackling, but it's like, how many times yesterday 
did you see a, a one or two yard run and, and okay they're met in the hole or on the outside mm-hmm. and there's contact and then you look up and it's second and four or second and three you're like you got six yards you got seven yards because they kept dry you know and he missed the first one and next guy had to come in I mean it just there was too many yards after contact just it, it just was a it was a really really bad performance of, of from tackling. And I get, and I guess it is that is. I hear your point, and I concede your point. And I would say two things: like what, you know, what would a guy like Jimmy Johnson do, and or another, a Bill Belichick? What would a, what would a great coach in those situations is? Would you take out some of the personnel that's not tackling? I mean, is that an option? God, I mean, okay, so they're not wrapping up. I think you were 100 percent right. They're out of position. They're, what do you do? Do you? Yeah. I mean, what do you do? And on the offensive side, did you see any? adjustments that we made offensively when they had such a terrible first half. Yeah, we, we really didn't. You didn't, you didn't see that as much. I, anyways, th- th- thanks for the call. We got other callers to do good, good stuff. Alan, I'll, um, appreciate the call. Thank you. Um, not trying to cut you up. We're just trying to make sure and get, get as many, uh, callers in as we can the, for the life of me though. I don't understand why Turpin isn't used a little bit more in the offense. The, the touchdown to CD, the run, the touchdown run, which, you know, that that type of play, I think, needs to be used a lot more. And and not only, not just giving him the ball, but faking it to him. And same with Turpin. You need to use, you need to use these guys a little bit more in the run game. And I, I don't think it, I mean, especially in a game like that, where clearly you're not just going to throw the ball up and down the field, but you've got playmakers, you've got some speed. Cooks can run. Obviously, Turpin can run. CD, Gallup, these guys can run. Do something with them that, that, that can put them on the move. And when you start going lateral like that, it should open up a little bit more running. They didn't do that at all. Um, I thought that I thought this was one where it was it seemed too vanilla the entire game. And and they should have mixed it up a lot more. I mean, call me crazy, but on the second play of the game. If I've got Brandon Cooks deep and he's past this guy and Dak Dak missed him. Dak threw it straight. He kind of could have angled it a little bit more, put it out in front of him. He's got Cooks. If that happened on the second play of the game, and the only reason he didn't connect is because the quarterback overthrew a little bit. Call me crazy. I'm I'm doing that again. I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try another deep ball. I want to see them because you didn't cover it the first time. I want to see him him cover it in a game like this where you need big plays, and I get that the safeties kind of they they played back at times, but not not all the time, because there's plays off of that. Do that same play again, and then let Cook stop after 20 yards. He should be he should let the guy go right by. He should be wide open. There's things you can do. I just didn't think they were as creative as they, as they could have been. All right, let's go to Benny in uh, South Carolina. Benny. Yes, this is uh, Benny Flores. Yeah, I was my first time calling. All right. There we go. Thanks, Benny. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the pause. Yeah, but, you know, I was, I was watching a game yesterday, and all year they've been doing C.D. Lamb motion. Yesterday, I didn't see it that much. I think maybe one, maybe twice. I don't understand. You know, that's, that's the best way to read the defense. Yeah. I, yeah, I, that, like, that's that's my point. We didn't see that a lot. Now I can't, I can't say that I noticed that part a lot about the the motion. Um, but if if that if that is the case, yeah, I mean, it, it just all, all the way around, it just wasn't kind of what we've seen. They were they were definitely out of sync, and I I can't tell you why. I mean, it just it was it was bad. I mean it was it was bad, and 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 I'm not gonna sit here and say that I didn't I didn't expect it. I mean I don't like picking against the Cowboys on on the on the road. On the road it's not fun. On your on our gut feeling article, picking against them, it's not fun to be on the same plane, same buses with the team, and you're like yeah, I don't think you're gonna win. But I didn't feel that way. I did not feel like they were gonna win. I just felt like it's hard just to, to sustain this kind of success. So I picked a loss. Not like that. Not 21 points, but I just I did not think they were going to win that game, and maybe they didn't either. I I don't know. I really don't know. They didn't come out like they wanted to win, so right, right. 
So, well, okay. all right, man. All right, thanks for uh, taking my call. Got to, I mean, we're just speechless here. You know, we're all, um, I'll say this about Buffalo, about the trip. <clears throat> so I've been to Buffalo now three times. Three games in Buffalo. I'm sure three different stadium names. From Highmark Stadium, I don't even know what it's been. It used to be Rich Stadium, but anyways, 180 minutes of football that I've watched the Cowboys play in Buffalo. 180 minutes. And I've seen the Cowboys get their ass kicked for about 178 of those minutes. Seriously. I mean, that 07 game, they were getting whipped up and down the field by a bad team. And Romo, after playing terrible, pulled the rabbit out of the hat. Two minutes, they will go win the game. Cool. And uh, then eight years later, 2015, just like this game, rained the whole time. Kellen Moore started. Two field goals, got beat 16-6 to to a bad Buffalo team. And the Cowboys were bad as well. And then this game, they just got they just got whipped up and down the field as well. So, yes, put them in the Super Bowl together. Yeah, we, we know what happens. But play the game in Buffalo, not good, not good. And if it's eight years before we go back, that will be too soon for me. All right, Adam in, is it Euland, Texas? That's right. That's right, sir. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm a, I'm a uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. There you are. What's up, <laughs> man? You, you. How you doing? Not, not a whole lot. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm just uh, calling in to uh, give, uh, you know, kind of flip the script a little bit. I know everybody's feeling down. I'm feeling down as well. You know, it's a bad loss. But, you know, the show's called The Storyline, and, uh, you know, we know – there was a couple storylines that would have been coming out of this game either way. Right now, it's going to be Cowboys can't win on the road. They're a bad road team. If they would have won, the national storylines would have been like, well, can they do it in the playoffs? You know, because that's the way that the haters talk. So, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, it was a bad loss, but you got to get over it. You got to put it behind you. Look at the film, learn what you can, and move on, right? Because you got Miami next Sunday. So at this point, you know, the storyline is going to be, can they win on the road? At the end of the day, to me, it's like, can they do something different in the playoffs? Because that's been the storyline every season. Right. So, you know, I think ultimately at the end of the day, we, we got to learn what we can from move, from this one, but we can't dwell on it. we got to move on. So maybe I'm just drinking too much copium, but, you know, the Cowboys are in, that, in the playoffs, so I'm happy with that. Let's uh, let's get into the playoffs. Let's try to stay healthy and let's try to get a little hot as we get in there. Yeah, and uh, you know, put together some wins. That's all I can say. Right. I mean, we can't get too down on this one. So, I agree. I agree. I'm yeah. good. Good call. Thanks for thanks for calling, Adam. Um, you know, need, need a little bit of that uh, on this day. Um, you know, the Cowboys just two games have to have to go their way at this point. Um, they've got they really need Seattle to win uh, tonight against the Eagles, which. They certainly can. Um, that's going to be a big game for Philly, man. They lost two in a row. Darius Slay, their cornerback, I believe, is out. I don't know how they're going to cover Seattle's receivers because they have a hard time covering receivers anyways. And then their best cover guy, I think, is out. And he's going to be out for a little bit. So that's going to be a key. Seattle's lost a couple games now in, in row two. So that that's a, that's a big, big-time matchup. You know, obviously, you, you want Seattle to win that game. You know, and then if the Cowboys can go – beat Miami they you know they'll they'll be they'll be in great shape they'll be they'll be in great shape to do what they need to do which is you know get uh in the playoffs and and win the division so they they still have a chance to do that but like the like Adam just said on the call that you know it, they're going to have to do it in the playoffs it, all this stuff is fine but that's why I don't get ahead of myself because none of that it, it, none of it matters go back to last year they played them Meaningless game against Washington for the most part. There was a slim chance that they could have done something and and better, you know, had a better seed, but wasn't going to happen. And the Cowboys didn't risk it, and they played a very uninspired game against Washington with Sam Howell's first start. It was awful. And they got dominated in every way, and just it, it left a bad taste in everyone's mouth. It's like this is this isn't good. This is not a good a good football you know team. Or they limped into the playoffs. Blah blah blah. And then they go beat Tampa Bay on the road and just, and you know, ended Tom Brady's career and hadn't beaten them and all that. Couldn't win. Hadn't won a road game in, th- what, 30-something years? And then they go and they do it. So 
nothing really matters until you get in there and, and you play the game. So, and, and I know the sports are different, but the irony is kind of the same here. Baseball and football. I'm here, here in Dallas, I'll just tell you real quick. The Texas Rangers, during the season, they were like 20-something games over 500 at home. They were 500 at best on the road. They were terrible for, for compared to, not terrible in, in general, but compared to their home record. But they were winning every, you know, winning great on the road at home, not on the road. What happens when they get in the playoffs? They won every game on the road that they played. I think they won 10 in a row, won the World Series, every single game on the road. How does that happen? I don't know. Weird. Life is weird. The NFL is weird. So my point is, is get in the playoffs, get in the dance, go, you know, win the game in front of you and move to the next one. That's 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 what has to happen. This whole because they didn't do it here means they won't here. I mean, it's the same with the, the, the 49ers. That they, they might be 14 and 3. But if they're not ready to play in that first game that they play in the division round, then they'll be out. So that's all that's all I'm saying. You guys know this. You guys you guys know that. All right, let's go. Uh, all right, pa- Pastor Poles. He's in Montgomery, Alabama. Yes. What's up, uh, man? Hey, how you doing there? Oh, here we go. Here okay, we go. Okay, that's right. That's right. Here we go. Listen. Um, here we go. Here we go. And, and also, go. Let, let, me, let me say this, too. There was a little bit of a debate because I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to, you know, fill out the map here. Have we had a call from Alabama? I think we had one from Birmingham way, way early on, but it's been a long time since we had one from Alabama, so there is no debate anymore. We definitely have a call now from Alabama. All right, all right, amen. Uh, listen, I think that the Cowboys are going to be fine. Now, I've been a Cowboy fan since uh, 1972. But into um, uh, that game against uh, uh, Buffalo, we had some things that happened that might have could have changed the game. I mean, if, if Dak was able to probably eight out of nine times that throw in the beginning of the game, he, he hits that he hits that throw. Right. Uh, uh, the, the, the young linebacker that uh, blitzed up the middle, I think came in on the, the, the block kick. Sam Williams. Mm-hmm. Sam Williams, nine times out of ten, he's going to angle himself better and, and, and block that, you know. Uh, uh, and I also think uh, nine times out of ten, uh, won't get that uh, rough in the passer call. They probably won't get but three because it was kind of light hit, but maybe he should oh, hit it. No, no, I'm going I'm to disagree with you on that one. That's ten times out of ten. You hit okay. you hit Josh Allen late like that, and he falls like he's about to go into acting class. He, yeah. You're going to get ten out of ten on that one. I'm sorry. I mean, that's I put that one on tank. You can't. You just can't touch the quarterback. You just can't do it. You can't you can't hit him and I and I agree. And then we got a fumble. And 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 I know that they didn't have time enough to look at it, but I know that they were the other team, Buffalo were rushing up to get them uh to get the playoff real fast. Mm-hmm. But at some time I guess I guess we got to have somebody to sit down and say, Look, I'm injured. You know somebody You, you know, know you know what? That's that a, that's exactly what they have to do. I, I mean right. that. I mean that. And that and I hate that because that is not you know that's not the integrity of the game, but that's exactly what the NFL has is forcing the the defenses to do in this case. Absolutely, you get you if, if they rush to the line like that and you think it's a fumble or whatever, then, Somebody, then yeah. somebody's got to get down because what will happen? The NFL will hate that. I mean, they will hate that to the point where they will do what college football is doing and they'll take over replay. There is no more coaches challenges. You just if you see it. You you buzz down and and you you do the replay yourself. That's what needs to happen here. Absolutely, absolutely correct. But in all of this, in my humble opinion, now it's working into our favor because of the fact that we got three more games and you got three games to work on what you need to work on instead of waiting to the last and finding out you just got into the playoff and then your next week be in the playoff and you got to work on. No, you got three games. You're already in the playoff, and you got three games. And now you need to be working on what the San Francisco 49ers do on their defense to make sure you can clear that. We got the Eagles defense. We can score on that. We know that. But the 49ers and and this defense that we just came across, uh, you, we need to work on that to make sure that those two defenses, mm-hmm. that we can conquer those. And if we can conquer those two defenses, I think we're going to be okay. And all right. We can be all right. 
All right. Okay. Good, good All stuff. Right. Thanks, thanks for the call, Pastor Poles in Montgomery, Alabama. All right. Well, Alabama was one of those states that I was not really sure about. There's another one that I know we haven't had a call from. Had, have not have a call. But, Randy, South Dakota. Morning, Nick. What's up, man? South Dakota. Here we go. First time caller, first time state for the storyline. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of hoping I could make it in, but it's, it's like everybody says, it's tough to get into your show. Man, that's awesome. You know, honestly, um, I don't know anything about South Dakota. I really don't. I don't. I mean, you've been, to, you've never been to Mount Rushmore? No, no, I haven't been. <laughs> I haven't been past like past Kansas. I haven't gone like Nebraska, <laughs> South Dakota. I haven't been to any any of the Dakotas or Nebraska. Even I, I haven't. I'm kind of fascinated. But, like, what's what's not to be not to be rude, but what's there? You know, I don't know. Like, I I really don't know. I I I think I would like to go to both of those states. But yeah, well, we got the Black Hills. Everybody likes to come up here and play. So. Yeah, that's true. So a lot of cowboy fans there. There actually is quite a few. I'm surprised that nobody has called in yet, besides me. But yeah, I just so you know, I'm the me i'm the biggest cowboys fan in south dakota okay so i'm glad i, I'm glad I got in first yeah yeah you're the yeah you're, if you're the number one then we don't need anyone else so <laughs> what's uh my favorite player yeah my favorite player was jay novacek okay i can't believe nobody's ever said that every time i've listened to your show nobody's ever called him that but mm. i've been a fan since the 60s well i'm 70 years old so but i'd like to tell you a quick story nick um, okay. You'll like this one. When I was in high school, I was on the, I was a freshman in high school. I was on the junior varsity basketball team. Well, the, at night, at the, when the varsity was playing, I was a ball boy. But we had to go downstairs one night. We were playing a team from Rapid. And I had to go downstairs to get something. And when I was going down the stairs, a friend of mine that I was with says, have you seen this big guy that plays for Rapid City? And I said, no, I've never have. I said, who is he? And he said, he said this big guy, he's huge. He said, when you see him, you'll know who he is. I said, well, what's his name? And he said, his name's John Dutton. Huh. Yeah. So we were going down these stairs, and they were real narrow. And we were going down, and he was coming up. Well, he was so big that we had to go back up the stairs and let him come up to get up. And so that's my, my John Dutton story. So And he, he's, he, he was about 6'8"? Yeah, 6'8", six, yeah, six, and he played for the Cowboys for, what, five years, something like that? Uh, I would say, I would say six or seven. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm looking him up because I mean he was in the early '80s. He played, he played uh, seven years, '79, yeah, to '80, '86. Yeah. That's about eight years actually. But um, yeah, big big number '78. Uh, yeah, and what sure. what school was was he from? He's from Rapid City, that's where where uh, Bennett Terry's from. Yeah. Yeah, they played for New England, so but that's where he went to. Went school to Nebraska. John Dunn went to yep. Nebraska. Cool. All right. Yep. Good stuff. All right, Randy. Well, <laughs> appreciate appreciate the call from South Dakota. Knocked one more state off the list. I mean, now Wyoming, which he said his his favorite player is from uh, Jay Novacek, was from Wyoming. So I think Wyoming and New Hampshire. Those are the two that I'm. I'm those those two right there. I'm not not sure have we had and Rhode Island maybe. I don't know about Rhode Island either. I don't think we've had one from Rhode Island. I have to go look look at that one. What about Canada? Martin in Canada would be our last caller. Martin. Yes. Yes. What's I'm up? here. What's up? Yeah, I mean, listen. Again, with whom I'm talking? Sorry. You're good. Okay. I was yesterday on the game. I live close to Buffalo, okay, and on the border, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, my God, it was, um, you know, they, Bad. Buffalo fans, they were laughing on me yesterday. I, you know, yeah. my son and I, we are going to um, uh, uh, to the games to Arlington as well, you know, every year one game. And yesterday I was at the game and uh, I felt horrible, you know, and uh I'm just afraid that it's going to happen again, uh, what happened every year, that we are going to... Yeah, yeah, now. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. 
You all right, Mr. Martin? Easy. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, uh, I hopefully they are not going to do the same as every year that we are going to play against San Francisco, and season is over. Yeah. Well, it could be. If they play like that, it will be. I mean, if, if they play yeah. like that against a good team, the season will be over. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I still believe, you know, again, I was yesterday on the rainy day traveling to Buffalo, and um, you know what? It's not bad to lose the game, but the way how we lost the game was horrible. Yeah, it was demoralizing. Yeah. They got pushed around. Um, yeah, 100%. I see that. I mean, it was not, not yeah. a fun game. And there was really nothing nothing to take home from that. Like, oh, well, at least this yeah. guy played well. The, n- nothing. You know, I cannot understand how we allow the defense to the, this uh, running for over 200 yards. You know, it's and we couldn't stop him at all. This is yeah. again very tough game to watch for everybody. You know, especially yeah. for us Cowboy fans being on the stadium. You know, right, right. Well, but uh, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> it's going to get better, but. I don't know what to say now about before Miami game. It's going to be tough game again, but uh, yeah. we have to. Uh, the McCarthy was right when he said in the morning uh, after the game that it's a big gap between playing in in Arlington and playing outside of the mm-hmm. uh, AT&T Stadium. Okay. Yep. Well, it's too it's too big, and and they've got to fix it because it's probably. I mean. To go where you want to go, you're gonna to have to you're gonna to have to win on the road in the playoffs. Maybe maybe three times, maybe two. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's thank- going to be a big challenge. Anyway, thanks. I thank appreciate you. it very much, and uh, all the best to our Cowboy teams. Okay. Right. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Martin in Canada. I don't know. Did we give him his first time caller? I think we did. But uh, there we go. Appreciate that. A lot of first time callers to end the show. Some first time states as well. You're right. Going to Miami this this game, you know, it's it's I don't know what must win or any of that stuff. It, it's important they got to win. But I'll say this: if you think Buffalo's got some speed on the edge, let's just see what happens with Miami because I mean they they could they could have a relay team with the, with the guys that they've got with Mostert and A Chain and Waddle and of course Tyree Kill. So you know that's they, they've got some speed. And then Tyree Kill did not play against the Jets last week, resting that ankle. He's definitely going to play in this game uh, coming up. So whatever whatever issues the Cowboys had, and there were plenty of them, they got to get it fixed because Miami doesn't care, and Miami's ready for that, and it'll be a good one, I think, on Christmas Eve. All right, appreciate the guys on the call. As always, I understand the passion, the frustration comes with the territory. Call back tomorrow. Let's 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 get talking about it uh, tomorrow on Cowboys Storyline. So for Chris, Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We'll see you tomorrow on Storyline. See you. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!